you're now about to witness the strength of geek knowledge. Hello and welcome. That's right. Once again, you are trapped in Nerd Cage Live. This ain't just a reaction show, but a debate show and a live discussion that everything that makes people like you and I tick. So thank you for joining us once again. Spoiler warning. This is a full-fledged spoiler discussion on The Boys Season 3, Episode 4. Please hit that like button, share, subscribe, all that good shite. I'm your co-host, Jay St. G, Certified Geek, seven days a week coming to you live from yours truly, Syracuse, New York. And always among us it is our moderator and Trollhammer, stronger than the DK Banana Slammer. It is Joe from Fall One Gaming. What's popping, my dude? Oh, we have this star-studded panel once again for this spoiler discussion. We have the Pretty Guardian, we have Dion from Off the Beaten Podcast. We have Josh from Movie Eaten Gaming Aficionados. And Kush from The Hub. <laughs> yes. And uh, Joe, before we go any further, who do we got in the chat? In the chat tonight, we have Sunzilla2008. So And Severius Veldragon. Well, hello there. <laughs> Thank you for everybody. For hanging out with us tonight if you haven't watched the boys uh we're gonna spoil it if you've seen it great let your nuts hang with us as we just go through everything but before we uh get started on the full-fledged discussion here we're, we're gonna go around in the circle real quick and uh, i want everybody to reintroduce themselves plug themselves in and just give their general thoughts on episode four and we'll start we'll go uh we'll start with kush man go ahead Yo, what's up, y'all? If you don't already know, find me at The Hub on YouTube and everywhere else. But in regards to the topic at hand with the boys, episode four was amazing. I don't know if you guys remember, last time when I left off, I gave the show, I think it was an 8 out of 10, because I'm like, I have a lot of questions left to be answered. And episode four answered quite a lot of yes. questions. For that reason alone, for that reason alone, I would, it's probably the best one of the season so far. Excellent. And of course, we got the uh, lovely Pretty Guardian, my gateway drug to JRPGs. Go ahead, dish it out. Hello, I am Pretty Guardian. You can find me on youtube.com slash Pretty Guardian. Let me be your gateway drug to JRPGs and other fun games. So tonight, I'm excited to be here with everybody in the Nerd Cage to talk about episode four of The Boys. I think I might be the voice of dissent tonight uh -oh. and say that as much as I loved it, and I did love it, I've got lots of good things to say about it. To me, it was not the strongest of the four episodes so far. So definitely looking forward to breaking it down with everybody here. This is why it's a debate show. And of course, our dear friend, Joshua Burst from the Movie and Gaming Aficionados YouTube channel and Facebook discussion group. What's going on, man? What's up, man? I'm ready. I'm ready to get it in. Oh, wait, I'm not muted, right? No, oh, I, I turned it off. Okay, I thought <laughs> I muted before. Yo, I'm ready. I got the power of Mjolnir here. I got my Infinity Gauntlet ready to show my worth to the panel. Talk about the boy a little bit here. And uh, yeah, man, just have a good time. And uh, catch me over Moving Gaming Aficionados. I talk about movies and games. And that's it. Ah. And what'd you think of this episode, man? Um, 
It was really good. Uh, I feel like I had said this before. I'd only seen it once. And uh, I feel like as you guys talk about it, I'll remember it. There's like very specific things I remember. But uh, when you guys talk about it, I'll remember it more. And I'll be like, oh, yeah. And I'll have more to say about it. Fair enough. Fair enough. And from the Windy City of Chicago, Illinois, Dion motherfucking Miguel. What's poppin', dude? Yes, I feel like I should be in the middle of the Coliseum and people just yelling at me, go home. No, that was, what's up? <laughs> I'm like, fuck you. It was awesome. Um, so great. Always great to be here with great people, great minds, great topic. 10. That's all I'm going to say. 10. 10, 10, 10. Put a 10 on it. 10. Put a, who's on the $10 bill? Is that Jackson? No. Well, who's on the $10 bill? Uh, of some kind. Oh yes. no! Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> He's like, I got hundreds. Sorry. Put a ten on it. That's it. Uh, but other than that, off the beaten podcast, I talk about Chicago people, Chicago shit. Um, one of the newest graduates of some variation from you, Chicago. And uh, yes, ten. That's it. Yes, Bye. sir. Hey, Joe from Fall One Gaming. Before you give your general thoughts, go ahead. Tell them about tomorrow. All right, tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Eastern, we will be going back to play Mortal Kombat Deception Conquest Mode. Hell fucking yeah, and of course, tell them about Tuesday. And on Tuesday, we will be returning to the world of survival horror with Resident Evil Remake. Absolutely, and also, uh, before Joe gives us us, I also just want to promote real quick that this coming Saturday... 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time will be the Mortal Kombat Defenders of the Realm watch party. Kudos to anybody who remembers that cartoon from the 90s. It was a Mortal Kombat cartoon for kids, and we are going to revisit that, watch all 13 episodes, only last one season. So we're going to watch that shit, but joining us will be TabMug99, our lord and savior of Mortal Kombat community, as well as Toasty from Komidogu and Mad Mike Jones, Twitch extraordinaire. Be there. Saturday, 8 p.m. All right, Joe, what'd you think of this fantabulous episode? All right, I think I'm going to side with Pretty Guardian on this one. This uh, kind of slowed down a bit for me. It's still a great show, don't get me wrong. There's, It's still got a lot of watchability and everything. I mean, it's it's the boys. Come on, man. Hell yeah. But it, it does take a little more of a serious tone rather than they kind of filter out the humor a little bit in this one. Well, I... Th- I'll combat you on that, but I will say this season overall, they definitely toned it down a little bit here. Um, I really love this episode. I think this one was the best one yet. And now we're going to get into it. So that being said, for starters, um, I am not ashamed to admit it. I am a diehard Blondie fan. I even saw Blondie like five years ago at the, at the New York State Fair. It was great. Just saying. Um... Nothing made me laugh harder than seeing fucking Soldier Boy singing Rapture, the rap lyrics to Rapture, and oh, I was pretty funny. Fucking died. <laughs> and what made that fucking scene really awesome, besides you know how bad he was at fucking singing that song, was if you remember the lyrics to Rapture where she's rapping, she's talking about you know going to the car, drive far away, in the park, yeah. blah 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 blah, and all of a sudden, um. Mother's Milk starts having, like, you know, PTSD and having, like, you know, flashbacks of uh, whatever the incident happened with him with his family getting killed by Soldier Boys. So 
that was actually, and then and there was something involved in the car crash there. So, so that was really, really fucking awesome at the same time. It was really, really hilarious. So, guys, what'd you think of that fucking Blondie scene? Did anybody go watch the whole thing? <laughs> you you gotta go watch. Did anybody go watch the whole thing on YouTube? Is it, is it on YouTube? I was wondering if somebody Oh, no, at they're it. all on the volume, right? right? It's a oh, good no. minute and a half of him mm. doing the whole song, dude. It's ridiculous. Oh, I Ridic know. Oh, okay. ridiculous. So there's, there's an extra, there's an extra deleted extended scene? Uh, oh, it's so good. Oh, it's like... Oh, I need to see it. <laughs> you got to go see the whole thing. That is, Dion, now that you mention that, I wonder if they've done that for like every episode so far. Like the VOD channel is, is acting as if have. it's like in real life and they're dropping stuff too. Any song that anybody has performed, like a uh, supersonic song, full video. His whole song uh, is on YouTube? I think oh, it's the whole yeah. song. If it's not, it's like two minutes of it, if not the whole thing. Like, okay. you got to go see it, though. But yeah, like the, the lounge singing, obviously he has no rhythm. <laughs> so <laughs> goddamn funny. Monotone <laughs> voice. Like, oh, man, that's so well, good. Yes. It's a good clash of tones because, like you said, at first it was very funny, you know. I, I didn't, like, you know, burst out laughing at first, but uh, then they immediately cut, like you said, to Mother's Milk. So it's a good way to do, like, a callback to whatever the hell happened. Maybe there was a car crash that happened. I'm assuming there was a little car uh, figurine who had that other oh, kid, and the kid had that, yeah, too. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, it was, um, it's a good way to open. It's all coming back hard. now, Josh, isn't it? <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, especially with the end too. With uh, when we actually, well, we'll talk about Soldier Boy later, but yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, we'll definitely get into that. Uh, uh, Pretty Guardian, you got any thoughts on that? Uh, that fantabulous uh, Bondi scene. I think Jensen Ackles is just awesome, and he's bringing so much to this character in this show. So I thought it was hilarious, and he's cool. I just want to know if Deborah Harry has seen that that scene. I want to know what her reaction is. How old is she? She's uh, she's, in her 70, she's like 70, 75. Okay. Wow. I, listen, just saying, she still got it. I don't care if she's in her 70s. I don't care if Deborah is in her 70s. I will rip that diaper off and go to town on her. Just saying. Oh, my God. <laughs> Crawling up behind someone's grandma. Way to go, Jay. Way to go. That's me with that one actress, but I forgot her name that I tweeted about a couple weeks ago. No, no, no. For that real, one actress, though, man. No, for real, though. I saw Blondie a few years ago. She, she, she's, she's amazing still. She's still got it. It just sucks that when I did see Blondie, Chris, um, Chris Stein wasn't there, though. It was I, it was, it was Deborah Harry and Hired Guns. I don't think it was any of the original members of Blondie, but it was... It was still fucking awesome. Like I said, she's still a really, really awesome performer, and she's still badass. It, and like I said, for a woman in her 70s, she looks fantastic. Yeah, that might not be the first, but is that one of the first spoken word rhyme yes. types? Yeah, yeah right? that was a big deal because like, at the time, like, mm. she, um, like, hip-hop really wasn't, like, full-fledged yet. Like, this right, was, right, right. This was the early 80s, and she was, like, really one of the first ones to, like... That's before Grandmaster Flash. Yeah. And, this was before... And, Grandmaster Flash and Run DMC. Okay, wow. Yeah. Like she started, huh. And keep in mind, Blondie's from New York City, so she, they were well aware of that fucking scene, too. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I've heard that that's the first rap song ever on MTV. Yeah. Like, that's what's considered to be the first rap song ever on MTV. So, yeah, it was a big deal. Yes. Um. But, yeah, that was, like I said, what 
a way to start the goddamn episode. Like I said, I laughed, and then they, and then like what Josh just said perfectly, they they, they had the clash of uh, tones there when you show Alonzo uh, Lonzo's character. Um, which brings me to the next scene that now again I don't know why Joe you're talking about the lack of humor. So, um, so they go to so the the boys go to Russia and they infiltrate um this dude that kind of reminds me of Harvey Weinstein. Uh, and shout out to Karen Fukuhara who looks fantastic mm-hmm. in that silver dress. Mm-hmm. Just saying. And she uses dildos as a weapon. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I want to talk about Kumika for just a yeah. minute. Yeah. Um, so that scene was great in a lot of ways. But one of the things that I love about her is even though her character doesn't speak much in the show, she's one of the most expressive actors on it, period. Um, her her facial expressions, her tones, like the way she gesticulates, like she is excellent. Absolutely love her. Mm. Mm. 100% agree. Um, yeah. I, I just thought it was a really bloody and violent scene. And also, I, <laughs> in relation to this part of the show, you're seeing the real tension between uh, Frenchie and Kamiko and, and Billy. Because they didn't want to do, they didn't want to do this mission. And he forced yeah. it on them. Uh, so it's really like we're seeing like some tension there too. Yeah, I, I re- it's gonna. Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. No, no, go, go. Okay, I was just gonna say I think it's gonna make a great story arc for her, coming from that childhood of being forced to kill, and now you know we're three seasons in, and she's finally had a little bit of an opportunity to kind of make some choices for herself and reclaim a little bit of her personhood, and she's kind of you know coming to that realization of I don't want to be a killer, I don't want to do this this isn't what I want out of life. And I think that's awesome for her too. And we saw a little bit of that in the first episode too, because uh, when she yeah. was at the theme park and she's like, I want to do this, do the roller coasters. And then, you know, and then he, then she was like, oh yeah, I don't want to hurt, you know, Red Crimson. He's like, yeah. she's like, I don't want to hurt this person and whatever. She seems to be a good person. I don't want to do it. So yeah, we're, but now with the whole Russian thing, um, like we're really seeing like, like she's really, really, really like doesn't want to do these, um, you know, she doesn't want to kill, you know, she doesn't want to kill anymore, you know? Yeah. I, I wrote down, because I, 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 I wrote, when I watched it the second time, I took notes just so I would like, kind of remember. And I wrote down this growing rift between Butcher and Frenchie. And one thing I liked about this episode is like, even your likable characters start to become unlike, like the characters that are likable now start in this episode, especially start to become unlikable, right? Later in the episode, we start to see like Huey doing some like kind of weird stuff and you know, whatever. But I kind of like, was like, I think it was the first moment that I didn't like Kimiko's character, like the character. Cause like her and Frenchie have this thing, obviously, but I feel like she slowly kind of pulled him away from what his core purpose has been, right? Which is working with Butcher, doing this job. And now she's like, oh, I wanna, I wanna go and, wander around France and I'm like girl he was killing before you beat it go somewhere like I think this is my first moment I was like she needs to beat it she- <laughs> <laughs> beat it you beat, you're breaking up the team you're breaking up the team so I would love to hear my thoughts dude I was like this cat's like yes no, I, run I, away. I, I, to, Shut to up. kind of piggyback <laughs> off what you're saying I felt that a lot 
or not a lot, but I felt that mostly during the first season because the seeds were always mm. planted. No, actually, let me correct myself. The second season, because the seeds were already planted there and they really expanded upon it when they introduced her brother. And like, we've seen Frenchie kind of break away from the team and do make stupid decisions, especially in that second season, like when he freed her brother. And it was like, why are you doing that, bro? You doing this for what? So like, so that she could like you? Like, that's kind of a stupid thing to do. And and in the moment, he was a very dangerous, like, you know, the, the brother obviously, if unfortunately, ended up dying, but he was a very dangerous person on that boat at the time. But with the third season, now I've really, um, like, they've clearly, it's been a year in between the second and third season, right? So it's very clear that they've had major developments in their relationship. They're like way closer, looks to be a healthy relationship. I like the way that they interact with each other. And, and I do like the fact that like Frenchie and her, like I'm, I'm a supporter of their relationship, but I will say this, it's funny that we got reintroduced to a character that was completely missing in season two, which was um Cherie, because in season one, like I gotta swore Cherie was Frenchie's girl and he's out here liking another girl. And I'm like, hey bro, what you doing? And, and it's never really said, but it's just kind of implied that they may have gone their separate ways. And then now she's back and it's like fully implied that's his ex, but like they're still yeah. on good terms and whatnot. And I'm just like, yo, did she break up the relationship, bro? What, what happened there? I thought Frenchie and Cherie were like ride or die because that's the way she was introduced in yeah. like episode one, season one. She, she was a ride or die, right? But instead of going off on that whole tangent, I, I am a supporter of Frenchie and Kimiko now. Um, even though I don't agree with your take, Dion, I agree with the fact that, yeah, she kind of is breaking up the team. I'm not necessarily against it. I find it really nice, though, that we see some incredible juxtaposition throughout the entirety of season three between Butcher and Homelander. You know, you saw in episode one with both of them kind of being the wounded dog. But now, uh, kind of with uh, characters that you like and you're starting to not like, especially with Huey, yeah. you know, you're starting to see, like, I'm, I'm starting to get weird vibes from Huey. From Butcher since episode two, it's just like, he's going way too far with some things. Yeah. And they fake this out. The reason I brought up juxtaposition, because they were kind of doing the opposite thing with the enemy. They faked this out with A-Train. They almost looked like A-Train was becoming somebody I was going to like until, you know, almost. he continued to be, he continued to be that terrible person that he is. They almost did that. So, yeah. Maybe, you know, it begs the question, are they faking us out with like, I don't know, with, with Huey? Like, is Huey just on a little bit of a high and he'll be back to normal when he comes down from it or something? But, yeah. And it's funny that Huey, you know, took the uh, the V24. Um, I won't go too far ahead because I still want to talk about the that Russian scene there with the... Um, uh... <laughs> oh, first of all, choreography, amazing. And yes. they've spoken about this. Uh, Karen specifically spoke about this in multiple interviews throughout, you know, throughout all three seasons. She's spoken about it because she has like the most fight scenes out of anybody, I want to say. Like she respects and like had just has so much respect for the choreography team that works on the boys. And she's like, they work on that thing for weeks and weeks until everybody gets it right. And obviously safety is a top notch priority as well. But that's why these scenes turn out so good, man. And it's like, I don't know how who's working with her, who's who is the entire team to, you know, use that as a weapon and still make it work obviously with the super strength and whatnot, but that was just a great overall scene. Yeah, not to mention, like, I got a little bit of a sh shell shock. When I was not expecting uh, those girls, that one girl to shoot her in the head. Like, I was just like, oh my God, like, for a moment. Bro, talk about foreshadowing, because when she got shot in the head, I forgot for a blank second that she could heal. I was like, what, what's happening? Uh, 
And then obviously we saw what happened at the end of the episode. I yes, was like, we were, we were, we were kind of some foreshadowing, man. Stormfront, when yeah. she broke her neck, that's when she first healed. Or when, maybe not when she first healed, but like, No, remember when she first fought, like her very first time when she escaped and Black Noir came after her and Black right, Noir right, actually right, right. killed her and then she healed. Right, same thing with the, the Stormfront thing. Um, yeah, man, uh, it was a very good scene and, uh, you know, more character development. We're seeing where her head is at. And uh, the only thing I will say is that I think everything everywhere all at once ruined like dildo fighting scenes for me. Uh, so I'd already seen one <laughs> earlier. I had, yeah, I had seen one earlier in the year, but I, you know, that's not to the detriment of the show. I, but they, I did like the colors though. They were uh, each individually I colored. Think, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but what made it fucking funny was the the last kill and then like the dildo yeah. starts vibrating, the blood starts squirting. Right, 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 right. Yeah. right. Oh my God, I fucking died. Like, Everything Everywhere All at Once had a butt plug in there too that was incorporated. So they kind of <laughs> also threw it in. Okay. But, uh, that, that made my butt plug. <laughs> oh. Un- unfortunately, I still haven't seen that movie. It's oh, one of the best. Okay, my we'll reference. Right the North no, 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 it's cool. I was going to say, but my reference is back to Snatch. I think it's Snatch, right? Mm-hmm. When a guy jumps over the desk and he's like, yeah. they're like, you yep. beat him to death with the. Like, like, um, um, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. As, far, as far as my take on, on the humor and everything being toned down I, I think I have to rephrase the way I said that basically I think me personally I'm getting numb to some of the stuff because you know when you see a guy enter a man's penis and you see <laughs> and you and you and you see hand job stuff and you see all this all this over-the-top stuff and then you get this just you know beating somebody with a dildo doesn't do much for you anymore well you want, you want to be numb to it literally yeah. you don't want to feel the pain well. <laughs> and i just thought it was so funny i think dion just touched on it like there was an individual there all the dildos were individual representing the seven and yeah. like it's just funny that bot is in the fucking sex toy game Wants in every game, baby. You know what? I want one of those Starlighters. Let me tell you, that looked fun to me. (laughs) Bro, the Homelander one, and then they, then what's her name, had it as well in a couple scenes afterwards. Oh my god! I'll say this though. Oh my god! To go to what Joe was saying, (laughs) I I can see what you mean by that because this this is what any show. If you do something consistently, you're doing it every single episode, like almost twenty four seven. You are gonna get numb to it, and that is the thing with the boys, right? They're over the top all the time, constantly, consistently, every single episode. So at some point, everybody's going to get numb to it. Like, I know I'm going to get numb to it. I'm not right now. I'm still enjoying it. But I could see myself, like, next season getting numb to it. And it's always a danger of any form of media where it's like, if you're doing this every single time, you're not putting a little bit of a break in between. Yeah, the audience is going to get numb to it. Kind of an obscure reference uh, for any wrestling fans out there, but AEW right now is the main competitor to WWE. Mm. AEW is a great great like you know company and program and show hmm. the problem with aew and this is going to sound stupid is they they put out too many good matches it's like yeah. you're putting on mm. pay-per-view worthy matches every single wednesday and then the audience is getting numb to it so when you get to a pay-per-view and you do a pay-per-view match you're like oh we saw this last wednesday uh, yeah. or we saw something at this level last wednesday it's like you need to have a break it sounds stupid but it's like you need to throw in just a terrible match every now and then so that when you see something special it is special <laughs> Yeah. Uh, like the mid, well, you can just make the mid card. I don't know. I don't even want to comment on this. <laughs> no, don't it. do it. Don't do it. I, I won't do it. I'm not going to. I don't no. even know. I don't even know. But AEW has MJF. So they're right now, they're doing well. They might still have MJF. They're doing good. They're doing what? good. MJF? Oh, if you don't know who MJF is, look him up. 
Is that somebody from the past? I might know if he's from the No, past. he's on AEW. Nah, but he's he's, he's like, like the, the only the the world's last great heel as well. Yeah. Mm. He's he's Homelander, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um also uh, going back to the boys real quick on the when they're in Russia, did you guys notice like the graffiti around Russia and how they're like anti seven? Yeah, the propaganda, mm, or yeah. I don't even know if I should call it propaganda, but like just how they view the, the Southern. Yeah, how the they truth view telling. not just the United States, but. I'll say this though, yo, some of those like graffitis and paintings went hard, bro. I want one of them on my well, like my phone wallpaper. <laughs> they were really cool. I know. Buy... No, no, God damn. I was going to say, I'd buy a few of those posters. For real. Yeah. That kind of did. I know you guys said you weren't watching. That did remind me of Ms. Marvel with all the graffiti and stuff. Mm, yeah. They have that in the same. In the, the end. I only saw the first 10 minutes. I got to finish that. First <laughs> you were just like, I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, so I'm trying to think. Is there anything else before we can get to the. Well, actually, yes. Okay. So we, before we get to the whole uh, Soldier Boy reveal. Um, the no, conf- no, not yet. Yeah, yeah. Before oh, we get to more. that, yeah. the confrontation uh, uh, with Huey and Billy about so so Huey's the first to learn about Billy uh, using V twenty four. Uh and he's telling him, "Hey, this is probably not a good idea." And he, and, he, and then he's like, "Wait, wait, I want some of this." And he's like, "No, you are not gonna touch this shit." Blah blah blah. Um. And then it turns out uh, behind his back, and it's a good thing he did because the boys almost didn't make it out of that mission. So if Huey didn't take that V twenty four, they ain't getting out of getting out of that laboratory. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what do you guys think about Huey now on the V twenty four? I I have I have three words to say about it. Your dick's out. <laughs> yeah, what, what is his power? He's like a, it's a flash, but he's kind of also like naked. He teleports with no clothing or something? He teleports, but his clothes yeah. don't go with him. Yeah. Nice, yeah. nice. That's what I thought. Okay. And there's obviously some the... type of super strength with it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, right, yeah. Right. Hmm. Where did I write down? Um, I said one of the best, because this came after the, the Stan Edgar uh homelander conversation and i was i wrote down i said one of the best lines so far right he called him a pitiful disappointment and he was like you're not worthy of my respect and i was just like sitting there like that is so dope and then like two minutes later your dick's out and i was like that's the best my favorite was is your idiot brain getting uh, fucked by stupid oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, before oh okay, God, yeah, Wait, Guardian, and, what were you gonna say? You were gonna say something. Uh, uh, I, you. I was just gonna say that, like, despite my grievances with this episode, one thing I'm giving it a 10 out of 10 for is the nudity. I got to see Huey, I got to see Soldier Boy, I was living for it. <laughs> I'll say this, yo, Jensen Ackles, I didn't know that man could be built like that. He he went in the lab, man, he went in the built lab to get ready like for that role. That. He went for Will Poulter, man. he went for yeah. Will Poulter. Um, <laughs> 
What uh? Yeah, there's a lot of stuff you guys reminded me now in the middle, like uh, the betrayal of uh, Nadia. Yeah, I'm, I can't believe you didn't mention that, Jay. Yeah, we we got a lot of we got a lot Jay, in the middle. I, I, it's been a whole week, oh, guys. Give me a break. I, no, no, no. I'm I'm with you guys. I'm with you. Jake is so excited with the blood and guts. See, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, let's jump to the fight. Like, no, it's too Cause, much. Because my prediction <laughs> also came true last week, where I gave the the pre RIP to uh, one of our characters. Okay, Aww. so Josh, yeah. let's break but, that down for just yeah. a second okay. because. Um, that's one of the things that I didn't really love about this episode. If you look back last week, you're right. We predicted um, who was going to die. We predicted what was going to happen with Soldier Boy. Every beat that we're following, we kind of knew it was set up last week. And for me, I didn't really get a lot extra out of that from this episode. Um, so that was kind of one of the things. I don't want to say I was disappointed. It was good, but we kind of knew where it was going. Even if you know, well, see, I'm I'm in that mindset. I say this all the time because I predict a lot of things very easily, all the movies and stuff I see. Even if I predict something, which I usually do now at this point, if you execute it right, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with how you did it. Even if I'm like, oh yeah, of course, or the story beats will be this character's going to do this, 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 and this. But what did I get in the middle of that? And I feel like this episode executes all the good things. Um, well, even though we saw it coming. It's still I shocking. Get one thing wrong though, too. Uh, somebody predicted that uh, Nadia was going to be, you know, the rival for Homelander and now she's been outed. So... That really can't happen now, really. And I also predicted, we also predicted we were going to see Queen Maeve. We saw Maeve! Did see Maeve. Well, yeah, so, yeah, we saw Queen Maeve in this episode because remember, she was only in the first episode briefly for that, that movie scene with Charlize Theron. But I, now I do want to say... But now oh, we yeah, go ahead. see Queen, Queen Maeve. She was, obviously, she was practicing for sword skills, by the way, she looked good doing. And... Um, and you know, Starlight talks to her, saying like, "Hey, you know, I need your help. We're, you know, basically we're plotting against Homelander. I need your help." And you know, she's like, "You know, I don't. You know, she's like, I don't give a fuck. Blah blah blah." Um, but it was cool because I think uh, Pretty Guardian touched on it the other week. Was like, you know, we're seeing her like, you know, we know that Queen Maeve's just you know jaded about everything and like. Um, so it was just it was cool that we got she got her scene and the, you know that conversation between her and starlight you know kind of shed a lot of light of where she you know where her mindset was you know a year later after everything that happened post uh storm uh, i want to go back to joe's point too and that, yeah. that is a good point jay and uh, i wanted to go back to joe's point though about uh nadia i don't know if we've seen she's played her hand yet fully because ed uh stan Edgar still thinks that there's uh, hope for like he wasn't fully afraid. He was like, yeah, I was going to touch on that. Too. Oh no, no, sorry, good, good. No, I was I was going to touch on that too because he does say you know she's an expert at playing both sides. Right. So that does kind of what she still can be used, and yeah. that's another thing Homelander said like he's using you. You realize this, right? You know, but right, right, right. I mean, at the same time. I think he's got something up his sleeve a little bigger than her. <laughs> oh, yeah. Without a yeah, doubt. yeah. Uh, I was going to say, on go off one of Josh's points earlier about the predicting things, I feel like we all do that. Like, anybody that consumes a good amount mm -hmm. of media gets to know a lot of tropes and storylines. I, I agree with what he said, which was like, if it's executed well, it still satisfies me. But also, if they can surprise me with it, I, I sometimes am satisfied. And that was this case yeah. here because I didn't expect them to go out 
in episode four. I thought he was going to last a season at least, but nah, he went out extremely early. And then with the uh, something up his sleeve, I agree. Because, I mean, Stan was way too nonchalant. I could be completely wrong about this. I'm like, Stan was way too nonchalant up there on the sky deck room, man. I'm like, either Nadia still is with him somehow or, like, there is something else. Shout out know. to my boy, Gus Spring, man. He's, no. I think Giancarlo Esposito is just imposing no matter what. So, so he, he yes. has no cards to play. It's like, oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh, man. You're scared of his presence. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering, honestly, God, I'm wondering, uh, I think you guys kind of touched on it. I'm wondering if this was this this whole thing of her turning turning her dad, you know, turning um, him in. I think, I wonder if that's like part of their plan to take down Homelander, <laughs> to catch him off guard. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I'm just saying it's, oh. it's, it's crazy because at first I'm thinking, oh my gosh, she, she's going to go through with this, and then she doesn't. So I'm, I'm wondering if like what the hell the end game is going to be because oh, oh wow, it's such, you remind such a great me. story arc. Yeah, you reminded me of one thing. Uh, when she does confront Homelander, Homelander does say, "What you think about popping my head off?" And I'm like, mm-hmm. "Oh, well, yeah. Well, what are we doing? Like, what aren't you going to?" And then she doesn't. So that's another big part. Of it. Yeah, so I'm like, mm, maybe she can't. I well, I'm wondering, maybe it's because the moment her eyes turn off foggy, he just laser lasers him and mm-hmm. you know, lasers her. Mm-hmm. Like, I think his lasers are faster than her eyes fogging up. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I just think it's that uncertainty. Like she doesn't know if it'll work, right? Like, because ultimately, right. we, we all know that we have to kill Homeland, right? <laughs> like everybody knows he has to go, and if you try to get him. And it's one fell swoop and it doesn't work. Now you're screwed, right? Because he's going to kill you. Yeah. So I think, um, I, and it's funny, I had never thought about what, uh, did Jay just say or Josh, like this idea that maybe this is a trap that she's yeah. working with her. Like, I had never even thought about that. So I'm like, oh, that would be great. Um, so, because I mean, the dude's been running the company for, we don't know exactly how long, but a really long time. And I can't imagine he doesn't have a lot of information that'll bring the whole company down, right? Yeah. So, right. And that's why I love that conversation. He's like 80 over 60. Like, you're not even like sweating a little bit. And that dude was like, man, fuck you. Fuck this company. Like, it was just so cool how he, and he just walks out with his drink. I'm like, I want to be that dude someday. Someday. <laughs> I want to be that dude with someday. This spoilers for Mono's drink and stuff. <laughs> just I just had a little like, bit of a light bulb moment myself because I was thinking of, about what you guys said about the comics last time about how Homelander has a clone of him out there. And if that's a thing, if it's like, if it's in the, in the series in any way, What's it, what's it to say that he's not thinking in the back of his head? If you kill me, they'll just clone me, and I'll ha- and I'll be back. You know. <laughs> Maybe. Um, I'm trying to think, what else? The, so, Josh, um, last yes. week you had talked about Stormfront when the way she died so unceremoniously off camera. With this episode, one of the things with the execution, the way that they killed Supersonic. That kind of disappointed me. And uh, so if, if that's like, I, I can be okay with it happening once, right? But if that's the tone that they're taking all these really cool heroes and then just killing them off camera, I, that's not a good sign for me. So I hope that that's not continued throughout the series. I hope that we get some good fights with them and, and we actually get to see that end, you know? I agree. What, what I, the way I look at it for anybody that like, watches anime or animated shows in general usually there's always an episode in one in just like any season of anime that you notice the quality of animation dips a little bit and you're like why did i do that 
And if you watch enough, you know it's because they had to skimp a little bit on this episode because they're saving up a lot of animation for whatever the big final battle is or something like that. Mm-hmm. Not I, thinking I, along I the love, same lines. I'm like, it could be production-wise. Like, I love how you guys are just bummed out that, you know, Super Sonic was killed off-screen. I'm more bummed no. that they killed the only Mexican on the seven. I'm half Mexican, all right? So, like, to see the Mexican guy, I'm know. not necessarily bummed oh, yeah. because, like, we never got to know, like, really like, who he is. But I'm thinking that it's, cool. it could be budget. They're like, yo, we can't show another big fight here because we probably got, like, five big fights lined up or something. You're right, for sure. Jay, I, mean, I thought it we was- had. We had taco bowls. It's fine, okay? Relax. It's fine. No, I'm just oh, no. That's right. I said it. it. I said it. We had taco bowls. It's fine. No. Speaking no. truth to power. I'm, you tell him, Homelander. I'm going to disagree. She <laughs> knows I love it. I'm just teasing with you. But I'm going to disagree because um, I kind of, like, one, the only thing I was really bummed about was we didn't get to see Supersonic's power at all. Like, I have no idea what that dude actually Not did. Not at all. Um, yeah. But I, I really like the fact, actually, I like the fact that we didn't see what happened, right? We just see, like, the, the, the aftermath. It, was, and that, it like, was a shocker, you know? That Homelander is but so... What was that? He, he was so unscathed by it, right? And so right. The, everything is building up to this idea, we're going to kill Homelander. And he brings her and goes, so here's one of your allies, right? And the dude, I mean, obviously you see some of what happened. Obviously he ripped half his face off. You know, the dude was ripped limb from limb. And he's like, this is what happens when you try to plot against me. And you're just like, fuck, mm-hmm. they're never going to kill that dude. <laughs> and then he's like, you're right about that. Way there was some emotional weight for that. And, you're and right. And right, you don't actually get to see it. Because, you know, we've seen what Homelander can do. We've seen him in some situations. But just this idea that we're, we're constantly trying to move towards getting rid of him. And every time you see like, oh, you can't get rid of him. This lady's every not sure time. she can pop his head. The one guy that was your ally, he didn't ripped his head off. Like, oh, no. And I, so I really like the fact that you're left to your own devices of yeah. what happened. No, you know? I, agree, I agree with Dion because that was, it was kind of a shocker, like, 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 damn, because I, I liked the character. I mean, yeah. come on, because I'm half Mexican. But, like, I, I liked the dude in the sea. Like, I'm like, oh, damn. And it was, it was fucking gross. But, like, yeah. and just seeing Starlight's reaction, her hopelessness, like, oh, shit. I'm right. Fucked. And, and like I said, and then when Homelander's like, find your own way home, and he just flies away. Like, yeah. that shit was badass. Not to mention, I don't know if we have, I know Joe is, but I don't know how many Injustice fans we have. But this season, especially this episode, reminds me of Injustice when, like, you know how, like, Wonder Woman and, like, Shazam were all scared of Superman? They, they sided yeah. with Superman because mm-hmm. they were scared of him. Yeah. Even though they knew Batman was right, no, they didn't they're that. fucking scared of are Superman. Are you talking about the game? Or are you t- See, I, don't, I didn't read the comments. Oh, so, so in Injustice, Wonder Woman sided with Superman because she actually believed in his yeah. vision yeah, that yeah. heroes Are they the, the same world. thing, the game and the comic? Yes, the they... game and the comics are the same. The, the animated movie was not. But the, gen- okay. but the general team, Superman's team, most of them were afraid of him. It wasn't because they want, like, they side of him. They were afraid of him. So mm-hmm. I just like, that's what this season reminds me of, is, like, like Homelander is the Injustice Superman, and the Seven is the broken up Justice League. They're, like, I just, li- I liked it. I'm sorry, Injustice League. Homelander is so happened. much worse than the Injustice Superman. So, yeah. I, I do love wanna- it. I want to play a little bit of devil's advocate to, because uh, I agree with what you said, Pretty Guardian. I mean, I guess that does go in with what I said about Stormfront. 
The only thing about both of those moments, the Stormfront moment and this moment, the supersonic moment are, they're to help character development. Like it was to mm -hmm. help, you know, show the surprise uh, through uh, Starlight's eyes and kind of like let her see that she's in much more trouble than she needs to be. And it's unfortunate that we didn't get to see the death, but I guess we're learning the information is the same as she is. And I guess I, I can't, ah, I can't That's be a, good point be too. a hypocrite yeah. though, but should I be a hypocrite though? Because I really, what I said about Stormfront, it's like, you know what I mean? Technically that was a thing that drove Homelander over the edge and made his character yeah. get there. But I, I know I would have liked well, to see and that. Well, we did learn about that from the same perspective as Homelander did. Yeah, I guess, um, well, you know what? We did see the body at least though. So you okay. can make that, that argument. Yeah, I, you know yeah, what? I, th I think they still have a way to fix this because we never saw his face. His face was torn out. Oh my God. And he was cut limb to limb. So that could be anybody in his suit. Oh, stop. That's <laughs> That's and I was And I was gonna say like, what? how badass would it be if that was actually staged. That would be so and bad. Later, and later on, he turns out to be on Homelander's side with this whole thing. Oh my no. God, yo, oh, that's a deep cut. That's wow. a deep one. That's a good. That's a good. This writer. is on tape right now. Like if that, that turns out to be true, we are clip. Joe, we're clipping. Yeah. We're clipping this. <laughs> Repeat that one more time, Joe. <laughs> you didn't get it. You want it. You want it again. Yeah. All right. Another take. I, I'm putting it on right now that I'm predicting that Supersonic is not dead and will be on Homelander's side by the end of this. Uh. So I was actually worried early on in the episodes because of how how sweet Supersonic was with Starlight, how genuinely he seemed to be on her side. I was like, oh, it would be so fucked up if he turned out to like betray her with Homelander. Mm -hmm. Um, so Joe, if that comes to pass, like props to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that. This brain works. That's outside the box. I like that. I like that. Um, Go ahead. Well, I was going to say also one more thing is like, that's a great, that's even better than what I was going to say. I was just going to say like, you know, the way that he exploded, maybe it was Nadia, maybe it was somebody else that did it. Mm -hmm. And you know, oh, like maybe part it's of her deal with Homelander or something. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, maybe it's that. Uh, Joe's is way better. Joe's is <laughs> way better than mine. I, I can concede to that. But maybe it's. Both. I just don't see them just killing him off without showing any of his powers. Maybe we're gonna get one. Yeah, we still thing. don't know what his powers are. <laughs> we might get one division. It's just like, no, what you see is what you got. Uh, it's yeah. like all oh, your predictions suck. Yeah. <laughs> Well, if they're watching this right now, and are they wrapped filming everything? Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they, they've been oh, there for oh, well no. over a year. Never mind then. We gotta talk <laughs> about. I know some of these film as they go, but so I wasn't sure. Did, did you talk about the four pose that you guys posted? Oh, the season four, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I said it. I was like, I posted. I'm like, we said it, and then, they, and then the next time they showed the video, I'm like, wow. Um, Absolutely. Okay, now before we get to the Soldier Boy reveal, I just want. to touched on something that I thought that was really fun. The the energy drink commercial with A-Train. Stop. Mm. <laughs> okay, I don't want, want to talk about it. <laughs> that was almost directly shot for shot supposed to mirror the real life Pepsi commercial, man. That was that's, incredible. That's what I'm saying. They, they're, they're poking oh, I at, like, com you know, commercialism and, and product, you know, 
product placement. Or for greed. Yeah. yeah. And then the faults, like, oh, we really care. We don't, they don't care. Yeah. They want to sell Pepsi. <laughs> you know, Jay, you hit on something I hadn't really thought about because I was just reading an article about this day for yesterday. How all these companies are now cashing in on Juneteenth. Yeah. And like this mm-hmm. become a huge issue because some of the companies have gotten so ridiculous. It's not even right, right? Um, and I think this is one of the, the, the kind of going back to just a lot of the themes the show hits on, man. They hit on themes where you're like, oh, yeah, you know, and it makes it a little bit more comfortable to talk about it, you know, mm-hmm. like commercialism and using these like real, you know, fucked up methods of trying to make money on, yeah. on the backs yeah. of certain issues and people. And uh, yeah, no, I haven't even really thought about it that way yeah, until. That's, yeah, yeah, that. that's what I was getting at. Cause like, it was almost amusing. I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not trying to like laugh, laugh at it, but like, but like, it was just the way this commercial was executed. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, like, are, do these people really believe what they're, what they're putting out right now? Like, he's no. like, and they're like, they both like, you know, the, you see the, the riot police and, the, and, the, and the, you know, the activists, like they're both drinking the energy drink, like, like, come on. Like, but it was well, funny, but it was also yeah. funny because like I said, Sorry that, man. I think this was just a poke at like commercialism and product placement and stuff like that, you know. Oh. I, I just, I just really love that that scene followed directly after not realizing that they're having the conversation. Him and Ashley are having the conversation yeah. about the Beatle while they're on the set to film this commercial, and it was like when that mm-hmm. kind of came together in my brain, I was like, he's some dirty dog, motherfucker. Like, yeah. Dirty dog. Like, if there's any more reason to hate bot, like, there you go. Like, <laughs> gives us you more know. reason to hate bot. Uh, it's, yeah, it, it was good. That was such a good juxtaposition. Use that word again, right? Juxtaposition of, like, these two issues. And that, that was good. That was good. Yeah, yeah. I, I just wanted to bring that up because I know it didn't really, it, it, it was, because I, I didn't want to forget it, like, I hate getting too political on on this awesome show, but uh, you know that there's certain countries they didn't show that commercial in, kind of like in real life too. You know? Oh, oh for sure, yeah. for sure. Yeah. I loved his one line. This is important. You should be ashamed of yourself, motherfucker. Right. <laughs> you should be yes. of yourself. And it was funny because wasn't it? It was the same episode, right? I don't know if it was this episode or one of the previous episodes, but when A Train is with his family and he's like. He's like, hey, I'm I'm Michael Jordan. Not oh, I'm not Malcolm oh. X. You reminded me of the scene too with him, where he didn't get to. Uh, he did bring it up to Homelander. Was that? This oh, episode? yeah, that was this. He brings, that was yeah. this episode. Yeah. That was over the taco bowls. Oh yeah. Yeah. Taco bowls. Okay. <laughs> Oh, that's when they were eating. Okay. Yeah, yeah, when they were eating the. Time. Oh, yeah, 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 right, in, right, right. yeah. In honor, in honor of Supersonic. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. But, I think uh, the one of deep, my favorite. The deep was think, the dick. Oh no, God, good. Oh yeah, <laughs> I think one of my one of my favorite lines in this particular episode was any, and it was uh, Mother's Milk that said it. He dropped Jay's favorite movie series and said, uh, "Rocky Four, motherfucker." <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> first, well, first, he, first he was like Red Dawn, and then he said yeah. Rocky Four. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, let's get to it. I've been, I've been aching to talk about this the whole time. I'm, like, ready to jump out of my skin. Plus, we're getting close to 10 o'clock here, and I really want to watch mm-hmm. episode five before I go to bed. So, yes. the reveal, full-fledged reveal of Soldier Boy. Oh, my fucking God. Sorry, I don't mean to say the Lord's name in vain. <laughs> wow! Holy fucking smokes, man. That 
listen, I I knew this reveal was coming, and I I just oh like Josh just said, we knew it was coming, but the way it was executed was so fucking awesome. And then the goddamn mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Havoc from X Men. He fucking, yep. fucking shoots the yeah. beam out of his abdomen, yeah. and then. Okay, listen, 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 listen. Okay, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll let you guys talk. But let me let me just get this out there real quick. No, Again, get it out there. They are making, I'm telling you, they are making Soldier Boy into a weapon to kill Homelander. And this is another proof. Because not only have right. we saw the graffiti, not only have we saw the anti-7 graffiti all over Russia, but the fact that the beam projected out of his stomach almost, we, I'm, I'm sure Kamiko's not going to die, but like hurt Kamiko and she can't recover. I'm telling you, they are making him to fight Homelander and this it does something that nullifies her yeah. powers. Yeah, but we yeah. don't know if my, she's not gonna die. But my theory, that. um, after seeing that was that whatever that beam is, that is what BCL Red is, and that is how they got him. Yeah, they, whatever, mm-hmm. maybe you know, it was a like some type of beam that they shot him with, and then they experimented so, so that he could emit that as well. But whatever BCL Red from the papers is, I think it's something. It's like the anti-compound V. It just takes away your powers, whether it's permanent or for a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. I think that is, that's his trump card against Homelander. If he, if he takes away his powers, he could just beat him up. Yeah. It's like the Judas bullets for the so, cage. How yeah, many, yeah. How many years has Soldier Boy been in Russia now? Like, do we ever At get a, a since solid? The 80s, it was since the, the 80s. Since the train was on long time. Since 1984. It was, so yeah, it was the, the Reagan era. It so was 1984, they said. So, Jesus. So 40 years. Almost 40 years. So I was hoping for more with the with the Soldier Boy reveal. But, like, I mean, we got to see his power. Like, at least some of his power. But, like, I'm assuming at this point he's a Russian, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, like he probably speaks Russian. He's probably anti-American. Like, I'm oh, assuming think so? he's well, that we, dude. We right? were saying that was the cap thing where he he's really or he was a Hydra agent. In the call along, yeah, right. yeah, something. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. okay. Also, shout out to that little gerbil. <laughs> Jamie. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That, was, that, was, Jamie. that was cute. That was funny. Yeah. <laughs> I that like, was good. That butcher scene to me was the uh, to me that was the best scene of the of the whole episode was the butcher scene when he just kind of looked at Huey and Huey's like, "Well, fuck it, go ahead." And he just like like he's in his true element and you get to finally hear him, "Oi, cunts." And they're like, <laughs> you know, yeah. and then he just starts like beaming people. Uh, that that to me was the bad. Like I enjoyed that actually a little bit more than the Soldier Boy reveal. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but just that. Whole oh, is great. That- also the discuss uh, the discussion. I did now. I remember this is one thing that made me feel like really sad. The discussion oh. with Frenchie and Kimiko about like, oh, we can go right after this. We'll go anywhere you want to go. And now like it might never happen. Um, cause she might die. She might be dead. We'll see. I don't think she's dead because she, I, was, she was going on about, you know, she was in that season four promo video. So I don't think she's, dead. uh, they might just put her in she there. Might but- be, I might say this though. She might go into like, uh, intensive care and might, she may not be, she'll be out of commission for the rest of the season, which, um, which you know- that's another thing that, that, that now we take away the most powerful member of the boys. I mean, I, I mean, outside Butcher taking the V24, but now you take away the boys' greatest weapon, and now they're more vulnerable than ever now. Um, yeah. So I'm, and, and of course, and like I said, it was pretty intense. I'm going to cry. I don't want to say that. I love Caribou Power, but she's not going to die. Yeah. But like, but man, but just the way you have to keep telling yourself she's not going to die. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> keep telling yourself that. All right. 
I'm just saying, the way that was executed and the way she took the beam and like, you know, and then she's like, she's not healing, she's not healing. I'm like, oh shit. And then I'm like, oh my God, they are making this him the weapon to defeat Homelander. So like. Well, well, all she did was lose her powers. So just shoot her up with some compound beam. She'll be all right again. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. Oh, maybe she'll heal in the grave. Maybe she'll resurrect. Yeah. See, now I'm getting sick. Blah. Rewind that. Rewind that. Like, she says, we bury her, and then she breaks her way out. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we'll have to wait and see. I mean, yeah. This is just. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. So, and, okay. I don't mean to cut this stream short, but since oh. Dion revealed the news of episode five, okay, is there anything else you guys want to touch on the on episode four before we kind of like do our closing thoughts? Is there anything that we didn't cover? Oh, there's maybe left. <laughs> nah, man. Ah, that's it. I, I'll just say real quick, you know, your idiot brain getting fucked by stupid and that fucking the Homelander strap on that shit was funny. I just wanted to throw that out there. That that just the way just the way he looked at it. It's like I'm gonna you know, punish you. And then he like looks at this giant fucking strap on and, and he's like and he's like, oh wow. <laughs> I'm gonna tip I'm gonna tip my hat to Cameron because he yeah. knew he knew what he wanted. And yeah. he saw that he saw that door open and he's like, What happens if it is? And she like pulls it. out this yeah. huge dildo. And he's like, Hell yeah, I'll ride that train all night long. And I was like, Res I was I literally on my couch went, respect, dog. Like, I feel you. Go for it. And Dion, th it. thank you for telling me about the bot channel because now that it resonates more with me, his character, mm. the Cameron. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've been watching those. They're pretty funny, man. I just love how Ash is trying to become uh, her predecessor. I can't remember the name of her predecessor, uh, but she just can't quite mm. do it. Like, she's just right. yeah. strong enough. And Homelander like, is just being such an asshole because he misses her, so he's an asshole to this Yeah. Yo, uh, by the way, there's something that I noticed because I, I didn't rewatch episode four, but I rewatched the episode where they went to the Red River home. And I'm sorry, I, I can't remember if anybody said this, if you did respect to you, but I just, I, a name popped up. It was the name of that creepy kid with like the fast tel teleporting powers. Yeah. His name is Teddy Stillwell. That's Madeline's baby. Oh, oh good no. connection. The lady oh. said Teddy Stillwell, no teleporting inside the home. Oh. I didn't realize until I went back and watched it. I was right, like, you that's this. the baby. I don't know if they're just throwing that there, because, you know, why not? Or if it's a easy connection into the future. Do that again. Do that again. Really, man. This is for you, man. You can hold it. Hey, thank you. You can pick it up. Yeah, I'm like, that just caught, like, I'm like, how did I miss that when I first watched? Because she just said it. But, yeah, we'll see if it amounts to anything. We will see. Good catch. Nice. Wow, that is a good Right, I was talking about you. Yeah. Wait, oh, wait, so wait, wait. Who does she have a kid with? I, well, I don't know. Did we know she had a husband in, in season one? But don't you remember she had the baby? Did she bang Homelander or no? Am I making that up? I don't think they ever actually had sex though. Maybe it was no. a test tube baby. Like could be anything. I thought they oh. did have sex. Or maybe. But she had the baby in season one. It was a big part of season one. I oh, remember the baby. Oh, yeah. 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 What, oh. Was she saying something about it. Well, I don't know. Uh, 
<laughs> Homeland has got more kids than I do. That's that's damn shame. <laughs> Wait a second. She had the baby. She wasn't pregnant when he melted her face. I don't remember. Oh man. He had the baby. The baby like was there from like episode four or five in the parking lot stuff. Oh, and then and she he was, was threatening to kill the baby and stuff like that uh, in the wow. finale. So yeah. Right, right, right. Do you remember all the breast milk? I thought, I thought the baby died because I don't think yeah. they, I don't think yeah. they ever, I don't know if they ever implied the baby survived. It was always implied that he died with Madeline, but oh, but he didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he teleported out of there. Who knows? The, the team against Homelander just gets bigger and bigger. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still not convinced that Edgar doesn't have powers. Mm. I, I mean, think. If, if, he, if, he, if he does, he's doing a really good job not revealing them. <laughs> yeah. I still love the idea that maybe he has, like, some Charles Xavier, like, some sort of mind power. Yeah. I, I just can't imagine anyone talking to somebody like that unless you got something to back it up. I mean, he just called him. He called him. Right? It was so great. I, was, I thought about that. I said, who would I ever say to, like, you don't deserve my respect. <laughs> just look, like, square in the face. Like, that's a, those are fighting words. Like, I just can't imagine. So I'm hoping yeah. that Homelander just gets tired of him and just shoots him. And then he's like, well, that cat's out the bag. And then he just whoops his ass. So we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. All right, guys. So it is uh, 10 o'clock here on the East Coast. Um, you guys just want to do, uh, we'll just go around, give, give, you know, do our closing thought, you know, rating one through 10 and everybody plug one last time. Or is there anything else you guys want to touch on real quick or? You guys ready to close it up? All set. All right. What? All right. So, Kush. All right. Go ahead. Was one through ten, and plug yourself in. So I'm gonna stick with the ten out of ten for episode four. I feel like I got all my thoughts out, and if it wasn't, somebody else got their thoughts out, which had lined up with mine. So it was pretty good discussion as usual. Happy to be on here. Thank you for having me on. You can find me at the Hub on YouTube and every other platform. You know. Twitch, Instagram, Twitter, it's the same handle. Uh, and that's about it, man. And links are in the description. All right. Pretty Guardian. Uh, give this episode a rating and uh, go ahead and plug yourself away. Absolutely. You can find me at youtube.com slash pretty guardian for this episode. I'm going to give it a 10 out of 10 for the dildos and nudity and an 8 out of 10 for everything else. So definitely enjoyed it and looking forward to the rest of the season. And thank you so much for having me here on the Nerd Cage. Of course, absolutely, anytime. All right, Joshua from Movie and Gaming Aficionados, man, plug yourself away and give this episode a rating. Um, Movie and Gaming Aficionados, uh, you know, like I said, man, check out my channel. I do some great reviews. Uh, I would go eight, a solid eight. Sounds sounds good. It's it's uh, I can't complain. You know what I mean. I mean we're we're blessed to have great shows like this. You know what I mean. And uh, this this was very good, very entertaining. I'm excited for the next one. All right. Yes, and we get to watch it. Wow, it's great. Yeah. Dion McGill of Off the Beaten Podcast, Chicago's finest. Go ahead. We already know, but give your rating again and plug yourself away, my friend. Absolutely. Uh, 10 out of 10. This episode had it all. As PG said, it had dildos, it had nudity, it had violence. It was like a Saturday night in my house, but I could just stay there and I have to like incite it all on my own. Um, I will say this also. I'm surprised no one brought this up. This was the idea that I tucked myself to bed with. 
Maeve waking up tits deep in some random fuck pile. I was like, <laughs> and I'm going to bed. It's so yes, 10 out of 10 off the beaten podcast.com. Yeah. Uh, and I do a podcast and I have a, I've been threatening a YouTube page for some time now, but go and subscribe to it. Anyway. Yep. Links in the description, yes. everybody. Now yes. plug everybody's uh, YouTube channel in the chat as well. Joe from Fall on Gaming. Uh, before you give your rating, uh, just remind everybody about Tamara. Alrighty, tomorrow at 8 p.m. Eastern, we will be going back to play Mortal Kombat Deception Conquest Mode. Oh, oh! <laughs> and tell them about Tuesday as well. And on Tuesday, we go back to the world of survival horror with Resident Evil Remake. <laughs> Absolutely, and uh, I think we're pretty much close to finishing up Resident Evil. I think we got a couple more streams left, but we got other yeah, games planned down the line here. Um, but all right, Joe, go ahead. What would you give this episode rating one through 10? I'm going to give it an eight out of 10. Um, and I'm starting to get numb to a little bit of the humor, but uh, it's still one of the best shows on TV for sure. Absolutely, man. No, that's fair. <laughs> 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Let me repeat that. 10 out of 10. This was the best episode yet. The show keeps getting fucking better and better and better. It's just mind-blowing how consistently good this show is. I loved everything about it. It was just it was a butt-ton of fun. You know, again, nudity, dildos, blood, guts, plot twists. Oh, my God. Just more. Like, seriously, I want to inject this shit in my veins like V24, and I want more. I love it. I love it. I love it. And I'm so glad that I get to talk about the best show on Earth with the best people on Earth on Nerd Cage Live. Uh, again, I just want to give it up to my fucking awesome-ass panel. Uh, you guys are amazing. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I uh, wouldn't want to do this with anybody else. And I absolutely hope we can have you guys come back next week as we discuss episode five. Same nerd channel, same nerd time. Uh, again, thank you. You guys are the best. And I, I urge everybody who's watching and urge everybody who's listening, please subscribe to these fantastic people. Not only that they are fantastic and talented uh, content makers, but they are also fantastic friends. And I'm telling you, I would, without these people, I don't know what I would do on Nerdcage Live. Honestly, God, I love the fact that I get to do this shit with, with these guys and these gals. And it's just, yeah. Um, I cannot wait to chop it up next week. I mean, this this boys season three has been a wild ride. And I want to keep riding this wave for a long ass time. So again, thank you to everybody. Uh, I guess we'll wrap this shit up. We'll be here back next week. So we pretty please ask you to like, comment, subscribe, ring that bell, and spread this shit like Compound V. So to you, I say from yours truly, Syracuse, New York. New Jersey, New York City, Chicago, Illinois, Portland, Oregon, to all our friends and fans around the world at Nerd Cage Live, the hub, off the beaten podcast, movie and gaming aficionados, and the pretty garden. As always, enjoy life, stay safe, eat your vegetables, do your push ups, say your prayers, <laughs> keep watching the boys, and good night. Good night. Ooh, trying to get out of the nerd cage, are ya? Well, before you go, 
hit that subscribe button. And if you're really intrigued, ring that bell. Thank you for dropping by. Until next time, tell everyone you know about Nerdcage Live! <laughs> Ha 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 ha!